Go for it, kid. <laughs> you always do this. I, thing, I like man. to do that. I like to. It's an icebreaker. All right, you do it then. Yeah, you be awkward right off the bat. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Well, welcome. You done? No. <laughs> Are you done? How's <laughs> it started? All right. Welcome to another episode of What Does It Take Pod. Today's special guest is Reese. I'm here. What's up? We clipping the young off because he on his grown man game. Yep. He been on it for You're a not minute. Not young no more. <laughs> I've been wanting to take young off for a minute, but like I'm in a I'm in a war with Instagram right now, so I can't take the young off like on Apple Music and Spotify until you get that name on Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. Oh dang, it's a whole process. Bro, I can't because I'm like when you get like verified, you can't. They won't let you do anything like changing stuff because they verify you off of just that name. Damn. Even if I'm just taking the young off, they just, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> That's fucking whack. We got to hit them up, get a change, man. Yeah. So what was the reason to to drop the, the young moniker in front of Reese? I just feel like when you first hear young, what do you think of? What genre? Rapper. Okay. I'm not a rapper. So like R&B. when I did start, like I went through a bunch of names like in the beginning. I went through like Lil Reese, <laughs> Jay Reese. Uh, I feel like those are the only two. And then I went to Young Reese, and I was like, okay, Young Reese is cool. But, like, the genre of music that I'm, like, starting to make now is, like, I feel like Reese opens up a different, like, mm. when you just hear Reese, you're like, okay, that's simple, aesthetic, pleasing. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to just take the Young off, and it'll just open up a little bit more doors for genres and stuff because yep. I, I don't consider myself a rapper, so. That makes sense. It's like the evolution of you. Yeah. So if you feel it, you embody it. Yep. And and I like it. I think it makes sense. Reese. No, that's dope. What genre do you feel like you fit in? Because I feel like, because uh, I listen to your music, I feel like you can fall into a few different categories, but what is, like, your main one, like, you would consider yourself? I would I would really, like, say R&B, hip-hop, but, like, the tape that I'm about to drop is all acoustic. And mm-hmm. it's, like, real just singer-songwriter just stripped down with an acoustic guitar in my voice. And so I feel like... The past music that I've been dropping is R&B hip hop, but like right now it's just more like an R&B pop. Mm. Like it can still fall in like that love making baby music, but like it's in like an acoustic form. So it's it's weird. It's like my own genre. Speaking That's of cool. baby music, you have two, right? Yep. Yeah. Then you just hadn't got, uh, got engaged. Yeah. Man. Hey, man. Congratulations. Hey, congrats. And, uh, we got Raleen in that. the background. We too. got Shout wife, out. wife <laughs> in the background yeah. today. So we're going to have to get her on the episode, too. Yeah, yeah. for so sure. my fiance now, so you're going everywhere I go. No, hey, man, I love that. Hey, you're doing it right, man. Yeah. You're doing it right. Yeah, for That's sure. awesome. So let's talk about the proposal, man, because I saw, you know, that whole video went viral. And then. Uh, I saw David recording the picture of his big ass over here yeah. trying to be. I was telling him on the phone. I was like, bro, I saw you sneaking, trying to like be away from the video. And I was out of sight. He's like, man, yeah, I was. But I'm too damn big. But uh, talk about, you know, the process. I don't know if you've shared everything, like the planning of oh, it. Oh, yeah. But I saw it was very sweet, very beautiful, very sentimental. And uh, I want to hear, like, you know, your process of going through all that. Dude, it was so much, like. Planning a proposal and like keeping it a secret is so hard and stressful, especially because she's nosy. So like, she'll try and like, where are you going? Did, yeah, you, did you see it coming? <laughs> I did not. No, Ooh, she didn't okay. see it at okay. all. And so she like, there was like so much factors that played into it. And like my brother and his girlfriend were in Miami, so she always knew like when I wanted to propose, I wanted everyone there, all the important people in my life, I wanted there. And so it threw her off, and I was like, okay, this is a perfect time to do it because. Um, nobody, or like m- my brother's not here. Like that's my only brother. So she would think I would want him there. And then I just hit up like the letter lady, the flower lady, 
And then uh, my barber, the day before, I was getting my hair cut, and I'm like, yo, I don't have anybody to play music, bro. I'm freaking out. Like, he was like, just sing. And he was like, or what instrument do you want? I was like, I want like a violin or saxophonist. And he was like, bro, my brother plays violin. And I was like, your brother lives in Cali. And he was like, he's here for the holidays. Oh, oh shit. I'm like, all right. Bro, that timing like was meant to timing. be. So yeah. It just happened. And I had my mom send out all the invitations. And yeah, it just, it was like, in that moment, it was like, yeah, I didn't want to be anywhere else, honestly. There's a phrase for that. It's called divine intervention. It was meant to be. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it was cool. It was. It felt so, like everything played. So how long were you planning? It was just like spur of the moment type shit? Like nah, you got all this done in like a couple of days? or No, nah, I've been planning it. Well, like I knew I wanted, like when I made the decision that I wanted to propose was October. Okay. And then I went to go look for the ring in November. And then that day that I got You haven't ring, asked like her friends or family like I, what she likes or you were just like No, nah, I know I, what she likes like Oh damn yeah, yeah bro that's well to you because when I did I just had to be like hey what do you Yeah no, I obviously like got the ring after I got the ring I asked like her sister and then my mom and sister I and got stuff you. like you think she'll like this yeah, because something that might look good to be, you know, when a woman looks at it, they might just be like, oh, that's trash. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's so nice. Wow. Yeah, can we change, change it? Bro, I even asked her, like, I, I asked her, like, 20 times in the car on the ride home. I'm like, do you actually like it? Because if not, we'll go back and exchange yeah. it. But, no, nah, she she fell in love with it. So. That's awesome. And then um, the you said your brother wasn't there when during the proposal? Yeah, he wasn't. So... For you saying like, hey, this is my only brother. I got to, you know, I wanted all my family around. Like, how hard was that for you to uh, execute? Or did you feel like this will partly kind of keep it a surprise because you won't see it coming? Yeah, for sure. Like, I wasn't, I'm not like a sensitive ass dude. Like, yeah. I'll, I knew that my brother was going out there to spend holidays with his, uh, with his girlfriend and her family. Okay. And so it was like, I knew he was going to be on FaceTime. So it didn't really like. His, I got you. And there's always, like, when the wedding comes up and everything. Yeah, so nah, like he's him. for sure the best man yeah. and stuff like that. So he's going to be there. I mean, if he if he's not there for that, yeah. It's, so so you cut, <laughs> cut, cut throat. Yeah. So you said um, you're not an emotional guy. But, like, your genre, at least in the past, Ooh, was more good. R&B. So you I'm feel saying, like, like, more of, like, sensitive. like set, like oh, And a relationship type. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I love. But, like, when it comes down to, like, sensitive, like, Oh, if my homie says he can't pull up uh, to a party, like I'm not gonna be like, oh well, then don't go anywhere. Like I just saw you at the club. That's <laughs> oh, you know, like that. Like you're not gonna feel some type of way and not like yeah. you know fuck with him no more. Where I, I was you. going is like, do you feel that writing your music uh, and getting in touch with that side or that sentiment of you, you know, like the lover, the emotional person, does it help you kind of stay grounded outside of your music, or do you uh, feel like yeah, it doesn't really matter? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, definitely, like, music plays a big part in our lives. Like, we, when I'm sad, I'll listen to, like, certain type of music. When I'm ready, when I'm hype, and I'm going through my way in my game, I'll listen to a certain type of music. And so I feel like music plays a big part in everyone's life, mm -hmm. unless you're just boring. <laughs> but, yeah. no, nah, I definitely think, like, the situations that we have and the experiences that we have as a couple, like, helps you know, me put emotion into like singing into a mic and stuff like that. I'll just close my eyes and just picture stuff. Has there ever been a time where you've written something and, and she's been like, oh, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Let me, li let me listen to that again. Nah, take that out. Nah, I mean, <laughs> there's definitely, there's definitely like, 
I mean, she knows like music is music. I can't just, we're in a relationship. So of course I can't every single song talk about our relationship. Like right. it's, it's a beautiful thing to do, but like people will get bored. And of mm-hmm. course I got to keep like fans engaged. So I got to talk about some stuff that some dude that's relevant like, that like a single guy would say, but like, she knows where we stand. Like, I mean, I'm definitely like 100% in a relationship, but of course, like, I'm going to talk about, I can sing and, you know, rap about some certain stuff that, but she doesn't take it personal. I think what really helps, sorry, I think what really helps though is because she's also in the social media world, she understands that. So, and that's a big thing is like understanding each other, where you're coming from, not necessarily because you're saying one thing, uh, because you're trying to put topics that other people can relate to, not necessarily, it could have been some from your past or whatever, but doesn't mean you're doing it right now. But the fact that she can understand that because she knows how the social media business works, I yeah. think that's what's pretty dope about your guys' relationship. Because yeah, that's sure. big. Some people have trust issues and be like, oh, you talking about this or yeah. you talking about Exactly. What? You know, it, and that becomes very toxic real quick. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. pre- that's pretty dope. On like it comes with the territory. You're right. You got oh, yeah. to you got to have that stuff that people are going to be like, oh, damn, I feel that yeah. or I resonate with it. Sure. No, definitely. And then tell um, you were going to say something. So my question for you is, and this since we're on like the relationship topic, and I think this is good for like a lot of people who's watching. So as you're in a music career and like you're continuing to like grow, become like who you are, and on top of you becoming engaged, how has that transition been like for the two of you as far as, you know, tours, traveling, and then trying to balance the relationship? Now you have kids involved, like, and this is for like people who may go through the same thing but haven't really become like established. So how has that transition been for you and what type of advice you you think like others could like benefit from so i'm gonna be honest like it's different from being in a relationship and like being in a relationship with an artist than being in a relationship with an artist and also having kids involved too because like Mm -hmm. of course the kids got school so when i do get an opportunity to go on tour of course i want them at every show and i want her at every show but being realistic it's not like that's not going to happen because they obviously have school and they got priorities too um so i do feel like when it comes down to like when i do get op- an opportunity to go on tour um it's a conversation that we definitely would have and of course she's going to be at every show that she can be at Mm -hmm. in every city that she can be at but also it does get expensive too um and the girls like they're four and five so they obviously gotta you know they won't really know what's going on and tour is like late nights it's really unhealthy for kids too it's not tour life is not for a four-year-old and five-year-old um i would say for like just traveling in general and not just tour um there are those times that I need to go to LA and like if she if nobody can watch the girls and I need to go out there for a few days, like she'll stay back and um hang out or like I'll just go out and I'll get Dang, as much done real or like one. try and get everything done that I can in a few days just mm-hmm. so I can get back to them. Um there were times that like I did in twenty twenty two, like I did put off and it was like solely my decision. Like I did put off going and making a trip to LA and getting stuff done. Um, I would rather be with like my family, but like we also said like one of our new year's resolutions or just going into the new year, we want to like, if she needs to go and travel or go to LA for a couple of days or for a day trip, 
go and like I'm gonna stay back and I'll watch the girls and then if I need to go out there for a couple of days like I gotta do it and a lot of it plays into like saving money too like I got people that I can stay with in LA and um, I don't have to spend money on a hotel I can just get a little yeah but you being out. a family man now too like sometimes I'll know people but if I'm traveling with my wife I don't feel like that's really an environment for me and her to both be in, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like when it's just you and the homies or whatever. Can bunk it, up. Yeah, it can yeah. bunk up easily. That's not, right. not a problem. Nah, when it's, when it's me and her, I'm like, I can't hit up a homie and be like, yo, let us crash at your crib. I just yeah, and then both y'all on the couch. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, going based off of that, so I know you started music, what was it, 2018, 2019? 20, I started music 2018, but like I started really doing music 2019. Uh, talk about what even got you started. I know you've always had a love, but like, you know, most of the time I feel like when we've talked to, for example, like when we had Richie on the show, he was starting at a way younger age. I yeah. feel like uh, you only being in now, what, four or five years? Yeah. Um, how did you find that passion? How did you become successful so fast? And on top of that, um, I know like you worked at, was it Borrows at the time? Like Borrows. When, yeah, so talk garden. about that. Like, you're trying to save money, build studio time, all, like, while trying to, you're, you know, you're also working, like, a, a regular nine-to-five job before yeah. doing that. Um, so I started off, I went to college. I went to Arizona Christian University. I was on a, a soccer scholarship. And I was just, like, after the season ended, I'm like, okay, I can – honestly say like I just came to college for soccer like I didn't I didn't want to study anymore I didn't want to and it was a it was a Christian school so I was doing like Bible study and stuff I'm not a religious man like I'm spiritual I believe someone's up there but I'm not I don't want to you know sit in class and you know I had like two Bible studies a day it was just overwhelming and so after soccer season ended I, I was just getting bored and so I recorded, I had a stairwell in the dorms and I told one of my teammates, I was like, yo, I'm about to like finally showcase like I can sing on social media. And so he recorded me in the stairwell of our dorms. We posted up on Twitter the next day. Did I had you, like a- story. I don't mean to cut you off, but did you always know you could sing or is that like- I always, I always would sing. I didn't know I could sing. Dang, that's I different. Cause would like I would sing, but you know, if I'm in the car singing, <laughs> I turn the volume down. You do not want to hear that <laughs> shit at all. No, nah, my, my little sister, I would sing for her like on her birthdays every year, stuff like that. And so my whole family knew that I like could sing, but I was just so shy. Like I was not a shy person. I just didn't want to like get the hate comments. Yeah. Mm. And so- Posted it the next day, it went viral on Twitter. And like viral back then was like 3,000 retweets, stuff like that. And so it was just blowing up. Like my phone overheated to where like it turned <laughs> off. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try and post another video and see if it just happened. Maybe this was just luck. Post another video, went up. And then I called my mom after that second video. I'm like, maybe it was a little too soon, but I did call her and I was like, yo, I'm moving back home. Like I'm done doing this college stuff like the season's over I'm bored I'm and she was like all right well I believe in you I trust you so she you know and I she was like but you're gonna get a job so I got a job um at Olive Garden Barrows was before that Barrows was okay. right after high school before mm -hmm. college um I got a job at Olive Garden as a server uh and from there I was just saving up tip money and I was paying for like studio time luckily I uh met my Friend. His name's Stevie. He runs like Epicenter Recording Studios in Tempe. And 
I did one session there. The next day, the owner, his name's Chad, he he came in that night of my first studio session and heard my voice. And he, next day, he said, yo, I just copied a key. I'm giving it to you. Oh, hey. that's lit. Gave that's me the key to the studio sweet. and was like, yo, you hit up Stevie whenever you want. You can get the studio when it's not booked. Boom. Saved me a lot of money. Bro, what Big a real time. one. That's awesome. That's crazy. My brother was doing like events at the time with Class P and they were doing like Monarch and um, that's when Monarch was really popping the upstairs and stuff yeah. like that. And so my brother would just let me perform for free, like at the events and stuff. And so that's like kind of where I got, I was performing as Jay Reese at that time. I was doing like, if I go back at the videos, I'm like, bro, this was so cringe. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, you gotta now start I somewhere see though. where it started. Yeah. Like, and I eventually, when I do, if I do get to where I want to be, I can go back and get videos of that, put in the documentary and stuff. And so that's just where I started. And then from there, it was just, I just, Moved to LA with my brother, slept on his couch, and he was just like, "You're not sleeping here unless you start making connections." And mm. he was, and I was like, "All right." So every day I would get up, go down to like Melrose, run into people. I went down and I I kept walking past No Jumper every single like every other day. I would walk past No Jumper trying to run into Adam, get me on the podcast, get yeah. me on the podcast, like just. And then I ran into, um, well I didn't run into him. I got a call from. French Montana's bodyguard, and that's how I got connected with French. Yeah, how long ago that's was that? Cool. That was so I met him at the end of 2019. Okay. No, I met him at the yeah at the end of 2019, right after I dropped Private Islands, and then from there, that's how I started getting connected with French. So wait, so how did you uh, meet the bodyguard though? How did that? How did that? Come so about? my manager at the time, well, he's still my manager. His name's Corey. Okay. And. He grew up with French Montana's bodyguard, and so mm. his bodyguard was seeing um, him like Corey post me on social media and stuff. And then he finally was like, "Yo, who's this kid? Give me his number. I want to get on the phone with him." So my manager Corey's like, "Yo, this is a good connect." And so I got a call from him, and he's like, "Yo, uh, just come to the crib." And I was like. Yo, I don't know if this is really French's bodyguard. Like, <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, he's oh, like, yo, you tell me this like five ten, two forty. So he sent me the no, address, and I'm like, this shit says Calabasas, and I just like, you know, whoever lives in Calabasas, they gotta have money. I gotta have money. Back, and yeah. so I searched it up. I looked up on Google Maps, and I'm like, looking at the <laughs> he's crib. over here. Can zooms. Video. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna pull up to someone's crib and him not be there. So I pull up. I swear to God, bro, I pull up. I look behind me. And unloading the groceries at the other house across the street is logic. I'm like, oh, shit. Bobby. Hey, these celebrities really do unload their groceries. You sound like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I, I, He's stupid. Yeah, so he I said, walked up. He said they don't got a butler or some shit unloading the. Yeah. Oh, man, I felt funny. weird though because he invited me to French's crib and I'm like, French didn't invite me to the crib, so I feel weird. Yeah, no, I feel Have that. him text me. No. Yeah. I was I like, need a I was, personal at, the, at the moment, I'm like, this is still not French's crib, because I don't mm. see nothing that French would. And then he walks me through the gate. We don't go into the house. We go into the casita house, and I see all the plaques. It's a, it's his studio. All the plaques, like, along the wall. And I'm like, That's oh, so cool. shit, we're like French Montana. Yeah. <laughs> These are his. Like, yeah. he's not going to keep them somewhere else. And so from there, it was just like. I was recording in the studio, like Matt, his name is Max, and he was having me like re like show him some music and record. Max is the bodyguard. Yeah. Next thing I know, walked through the door was French. That same day, or was it a whole day. different? Okay. I'm like, that's cool. Oh shit! Like that's him. This at is the, yeah. At the time, I'm like, I did like see celebrities, but like I didn't like be in. The, I was never in the same room as a celebrity, and so 
when I saw him, I'm like, all right, I got to stop recording. Like, this shit. Did, did you play it cool or were you no, like nervous cool. as hell? I was never like, I was never like, oh my gosh, bro, you're French Montana. Like, can I get an autograph? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm at his crib. Like, I, I got yeah, like, yo, who the fuck is this fanboy right now? Yeah. Two months down the road, French gave me like the codes to his crib. Like I had the code to his studio. I had the code to his gate, to the front gate. The security at the front of the neighborhood knew my name, so it was pretty cool. Like he just brought me in. Tag French, salam alaikum, French. Wait, so what was the uh, the interaction like when he walked in? Like how how did that go about? French is like a real, like (laughs) you can never tell what type of mood he's in because he's just straight. Like he has the same face on his, (laughs) same expression on his face, twenty four seven, and. I just was like, yo, what's up? Like, nice to meet you. Da, da, da. And he was just like, at first, he was just like, yo, da, da, da. and I, I didn't know his personality. So I'm like, he didn't really want to meet me. I looked at Max. I said, why'd you bring me here, bro? Like, I, I don't like, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And he's like, nah, it's good. Like, so I ended up leaving. He's like, yo, we got an event later tonight. Max told me we got an event later tonight. And I'm like, all right, I'll pull up. And like, I forgot about the event. Honestly, because he didn't hit me up, and I'm like, I'm not going to hit him up and be like, yo, what's up with the event? Yeah. I didn't want to bug. And then my DJ, Truly, he was like, yo, uh, Drake's party's tonight. We Like, I got to connect, but let's go. So I'm like, all right, let's go. If you if you can get us in, I'm down to go. And so we go, we pull up to the gate, and Truly gets his connect. Truly, I'm sorry, bro, but I got to expose you for this. <laughs> Truly gets his connect, and he's like... Yo, you gonna get us in? Dude comes to the gate. He tries to tell security, like, yo, they're good. They're on the list. Security looks at him like, who the fuck are you? Like, so I'm sitting out here in the street. And I'm like, oh, truly, come on, bro. It's it's 1.30 in the morning. You got us standing out here on Sunset Boulevard. Bro, and I'm a- just like, yo. So then I, I'm like, oh, wait, this might be the event that Max is talking about. Because I saw French's, I saw a Red Rolls Royce pulling yeah. in. So I'm like, okay, that might be French's crit or French's uh, car. So I call Max, and he's like, I hear he's in the club somewhere. I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, I'm at Drake's uh, party. Are you here? And he's like, yeah, I told you this is the event that I'm coming to. And I'm like, it's a long shot, but can you come get us? He's like, who you with? I'm like, my DJ. He's like, all right, hold up. Two minutes later, bro, he comes, looks at security. He goes, doesn't even say nothing. He Damn. goes, and we just walked in. So you were the plug, not the DJ. I look, at, I look at the security guard. I look at the security guard and told us no at first. I'm like. I told you. You know who I am. <laughs> nah, but it was cool. That's where I got my. I got. I met Chris Brown that night. I met. I heard Super you got Dog. a track with Chris Brown right now. Yeah, too. I got. Yeah. It, yeah unreleased, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Right? All right. How you We're know that? I do my. I do my research, bro. Hold on a second. My research. Who's telling you this? Nah. He got an inside. I got plug. my sources, bro. I can't be telling you my shit. So I, I want to rewind <laughs> a little bit, because um, people don't usually hear or see the effort or like the struggle and the hustle and the grind. Um, so it sounds like your mom and your and your brother were supportive of you. And you're like, hey, look, I'm trying to do this. And your mom says, hey, I trust you and I believe in you, but you got to get it. So it's like having that trust and also a nudge is nice. It sets you up to be yeah. like, I got to go in and just knock it down now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, our whole family, bro, like justice at the time, he just started YouTube, so he knew how the social media game was, and he was trying to build his stuff as well. Um, and that's one of the reasons why he moved out to L.A. And then my mom, like, if you met my mom, you'd be like, yeah, like, as long as her kids are happy, mm. she's happy. Like, That's honestly. dope of her, though, because you don't really see a lot of parents that are like mm-hmm. that. Sometimes they're 
some parents are a little bit more hands-on and they're like, oh, I want you to be this, this, this. And then, you know, that kid might feel a lot of pressure. Like if they don't end up following through with what their parents have planned for them, they end up being stuck, depressed, or even end up worse and not doing anything. You yeah, know? 100%. Um, so I think that's really cool that you had that support. But um, going back to the Drake thing, so when you got into that party, I think I commend you on that because for me, I feel like, you know, I've had people hit me up saying, oh, I got the plug, you know, let's go to this event. I'm like, Yo, are you sure? Because you know how it is. Sometimes I feel like they allow women to get into that stuff. But as a man, it's, sometimes. it's way harder. Yeah, yeah, no, hold on sometimes. a second. I'm trying let's, to be let's nice. clarify hey, I'm that real quick. I'm not trying to be good, sexist or if you look, No, it's not sad. If you look good <laughs> and you're, you're going it is what you it get is. in. Yeah. Guy got to prove something. But it's the way it is. Yeah. As, a, as a man, like, you pulling up to these events, I feel like it's nerve-wracking as hell and embarrassing. Well, like, like, if you just show up and you're just like... When they first said, no, you can't get in this, I felt like a groupie, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, truly, you just got us embarrassed, bro. He's like, hold on, let me fix that. I can't hey, do that. Like, even Chris Brown out like here recently. G, I swear. I felt like a top G. I was like, yo, it is what it is. Like You said top G. Top G, shout out Andrew, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Yeah, that Andrew Tate is, yeah, he's going crazy. He's different. Yeah. He's, yeah. But um, for me, like, even when Chris Brown was out here recently, I had a plug that was, he's boys with friend, uh, Chris Brown. And I'm like, even having him as a connection, I felt uneasy. I was like, nothing set in stone. I'm like, I'm not going to sit around and wait. That shit going to be embarrassing if you don't get in. Like, Yeah, I'm never that. the type to, like, beg to get into an event. Facts. And, or, like, hit someone up countless times. Like, yo, bro, you're in the city, whatever, da, da, da. Um, but I would say like connections to the people like that, like directly to them is like, cool. You know what I'm saying? So walk us through the event, man. How did the event go? Like once you got in? It was cool. Like it was already one thirty, So mm -hmm. it was in LA though. They party like they're out until like 4am at these clubs. And so it was cool. Like we walked in as soon as we walked in, Max is like seven, two. And so 7'2", big old dark dude. So everyone sees him walking through the building. And, he, and I didn't know how respected he was until we walked through the whole uh, venue to French's table. But, like, we passed everybody that you could think of. Yo, I saw Kylie Jenner that night, right? And she walked through the back with, like, seven bald dudes with suits <laughs> on. I swear to God, nobody could get, like, anywhere, like, within, like, if we were this close, you're getting socked by this kid. Sheesh. I'm saying, And this is, like, an event with all, like, celebrities this and shit. Dude, that's crazy. Drake, Ludacris, Snoop Dogg. Luda. Diddy. She has security around her like that. That's crazy. She's got you all the time. No, I'll tell you that. some crazy shit, though. So, I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, no, no. This, this is inside scoop. No, keep this going. You. Take but, a sip and yeah. tell us a story. Take a sip. <laughs> gotta hear it. We're yeah. here for the story time. So... I was out here, flew back out to uh, L.A. that same night. French had a studio session at I'm, a, uh, I'm cutting you. Were you guys in a relationship at that no, time? No. Not yet? Okay. No. So French had a studio session on Sunset Boulevard. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull up, whatever. We pull up. His brother's there. I'll show you guys the video. Yeah, after, I'll, I'll find the video, and I'll send it to you guys so you guys can pop it up. Okay. But his brother's there. French recorded us, like, he showed us, like, an unreleased record of me and his brother, A.U. Like, we legit will still tell him to this day, yo, you still haven't dropped that record. Like, you gotta drop it. It's a hit. But he recorded us in the, in the studio, like, we were dancing to it. That, literally, like, 30 minutes later, he was like, yo, we're finna go to the store real quick. 
uh, do you want to come? French asked me, so I'm like, I'm not gonna tell French no. Like, I mean, we're just, let's just go to the store. Yeah, you got so <laughs> we leave, and like security comes, a few other people come, and he tells his engineer, Mix, like, y'all gonna be right back. So I'm like, all right. He's like, just keep working on the on the on the song or whatever. So his engineer stays there. We all leave, and we go, but we're driving through the hills. I'm like, yo, we're not going to no store, bro. <laughs> we pull up to an event. Yo, I'm in like sweat, a sweatshirt. Oh, like I'm in a. That's how you pulled fit. up to Drake's crib too. No, no, no. I pulled up. I pulled up fitted to that. I pulled up in like. Oh, okay. A so this was a different day. Yeah, this okay. is a different day, and we pull up. We get out of the car. And I see people going into this house. We walk into the house and I'm like, "Yo, where are we at?" He said, "It's Alicia Keys' crib." Oh, it's hey, a party, yo. bro. Shit. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, man, I'm you really could at least wa- warm me." I'm really walking around with French now, like. And French was just, it started to where French wasn't personally like, yo, you want to come to these events with us, da, da, da. But Max was like, yo, pull up with us, pull up with us, da, da, da. And so we were, bro, every night it was like a different event for a celebrity. Like, I never realized how much celebrities move around until I was moving around with French. And every single night there was a different type of event. And so that's where I met a lot of my connections out in L.A. That's so cool, man. Yeah, it's played a huge part when I go out there now. Like, I can connect with other people that French has unintentionally connected me with. Mm-hmm. So, out of other than French, obviously, who do you feel like you built like really gr- good connections with that you still will hit up? Uh, maybe not day to day, but you guys feel like you guys are pretty close right now. Bro, I met uh, like through French. Well, like through French, he. Um, would have his manager like hit up a lot of these like labels and stuff and so i um had a lot of meetings with labels and so now i'm connected with a lot of a and r's like um i'm connected because he's signed to epic so i know like the ceo of epic like i can legit text and call them and stuff or like ask them for opinions on songs um la reed like oh shoot yeah like a week after i met french i was in an office with la reed and he offered me a fat ass deal but like at the time, I was buzzing, so I was just like, nah. You're like, I'm not taking but first contract. Right, right now, right. I'll be honest, like, a couple months ago, I was looking back at it like, maybe I should have took a little bit of consideration in that deal. But I don't regret nothing, because now I'm signing to French, so I don't regret nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like congrats on that, man, with the French yeah. Yeah. Wait, when did that happen? When did you sign with the... Uh... August last year. So Okay, dope. It's been a little bit more than a year. A few, well, a year and How was the... Uh, so that day you signed... What was that day like? Like, did you know you were getting signed that day? Like, walk us through that. I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, that trip, because I signed in Vegas. That trip, number one, I didn't travel. She wasn't with me. Um, And, like, it was a big moment. Like, I mean, I definitely wanted her there, and I should have had her there. Um, But it was me and my brother, uh... Nick, my cameraman, my uh, truly my DJ, and then my manager Corey, and then Max. Max was with French, and so like the first day I pulled up on French, like I didn't sign. I was supposed to sign that night, but it didn't seem like that was the vibe. Mm-hmm. I literally flew out to Vegas to sign, and French had a, an event that night, and we out we went to the event at Dre's, and I left early. I don't like the club. And like I went out there to sign. I didn't want to like have go. fun and party. Yeah, yeah. you're like this is fun. business for me. Yeah, I was like this is business, and I get it. It's French, but 
I didn't want to like just keep following. Like I was ready to sign and get my shit going. And then the next day, um, I had a flight like later that evening and I ended up signing. We went over to his house that morning. He was up at, or he has like a penthouse on the strip. So we went up to the penthouse and we were just kicking it there for like an hour. And then his lawyer showed up and I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm about to sign. Mm. And then he came down and like, we just, I just signed and then that was it. Like, so when you were saying it didn't feel, vi the vibe didn't feel right the day before, is it mainly because it seemed like all oh, you guys were just going out to party and whatever? Or it did you feel like, like, what was? He the, just had a lot more, he had a lot of other shit going on. Because it seems like from his per what you're describing, his personality, he just seems like extremely focused. Like, bro, I don't want to say really monotone, <laughs> but like from the conversations, you're like, oh, he's not fucking with me, even though he really was. Yeah, that's that. That's what I had to learn. Like, even yeah. that next day, I signed, and I'm like, he's really not fucking with me. Like, today. Like, <laughs> and now you're signed for a year. And he's like, like, yeah. Like, but I've, like, I've, I've been with French after that, and, like, it's... You know, it's good vibes. She still hasn't even met French to this day. Dang, that's crazy. Um, but we're actually, I actually, uh, we were supposed to go, we're supposed to go out to Vegas on Saturday. Like, we were just going to do, like, a little day trip, drive out there, come back Sunday, because he has an event at Drea's. He has his release party for his album or his mm. mixtape. But we're still debating if we want to go out there. Um, but, nah, French is a cool dude. Like, it definitely, it's more of, like, just a, I'm signed to Coke Boys. But I'm still doing my own shit. Like mm -hmm. the he, contract allows you to do that too. Yeah, like I have full control. So does it have anything about like you know how many shows you got to perform? How many? Nah, uh, it's not a 360. It's okay. a, it's a oh. production deal. So it's basically like he funds like my production shit, and then at once I turn in my album which I'm about to turn in my album, then he goes and shops it. So basically he doesn't even have a minimum of how many albums you got to put out. Cause you don't really, yeah, I, I feel like you don't really put out hella tracks back to back. It's yeah, more... nah. I'm like, bro, I'm so like particular with what I put out. And like it yeah. fucks it up sometimes because I'll sit here and I'll be like, I haven't dropped for three, four months, bro. Like this is, you know, in 2022, like I did take a big break on music. Um, and like, I was seeing this on, uh, I didn't even see it. My brother told me about it. And like, when you get into a relationship, you don't catch yourself. Like, you put all your all into that relationship mm -hmm. in the first like year, year and a half. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, I did like track away from doing music. And it wasn't like, I wouldn't even say it's like, we did it intentionally. It's just, I was so focused on like, making sure our relationship was straight. And like, I care about my happiness mm. way more oh, than, for sure. you know, mm -hmm. putting out records right now. And so I feel like our relationship is so strong right now that when I do need to take a trip to L.A. and I need to get that shit done for like a few days, I'm going to go like, you know, we're we're strong. Like I, I, I just took a trip out to Kansas and I made that whole tape about her um, and just little stuff like that. Like this year, like I'm going to definitely start taking more trips out to L.A. and um, Kansas. And yeah, like that's that, that's super. Sorry. You. Now you're good. I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to jump in now and say um, that's big. It, it, you know, your brother pointed out. So you got someone in your corner that's going to be like, hey, listen, you know, get back to doing this, get back to doing that. But that happens in a lot of relationships, you know, especially in the first, I would say, year to year and a half. Because, you know, you got to go through how you feel about somebody, compatibility. Like, how do I really feel towards someone? Because I got to give them my time. I got to give them my effort. You got to go through stuff that's hard. But kudos to you for 
you know, having someone in your corner that's like, hey, man, you know, you got to pump out some more music or, you know, yeah. stay on your grind because being focused and having a goal, that's a, that's a hard thing for, uh, you know, a guy to, to balance because you got to stay on your grind, whatever it is, you know, could be could be you know a musician you could have a entrepreneurship a business you gotta do numbers at the office you know you're like i want to take the day off and go see my wife well well if i do this oh knows that like i gotta hit these production numbers and then so that's a juggling act yeah for sure and the biggest thing about it i think the coolest thing the coolest thing about like doing this podcast is like being able to like interact and hear people's stories and like everyone we bring in here has a story to like how they became successful and like yours is like that shit like full circle and even before she came into the picture like it still played out the way it was supposed to play out like and one thing i can't i respect about you is that you weren't like a groupie like french montana was was interested but he was interested because you're fucking good and like you played that shit you played your cars like perfect bro so like and it's it's great to you man respect to you for like even like now you have a strong relationship with him and like you said you took care of home first with the wifey and the kids so like now like everything just falls into play man so like kudos to you bro for think, that I'm journey to that. i feel like we all hyping you up right now but i'm spitting nothing <laughs> no, but straight, straight up. no but honestly i feel like um why well, i even started following you guys outside of like discovering you through faz and all that stuff um what i love about your family is i feel like you and all your siblings and from what we hear about your mom you guys seem hella family oriented yeah and as a 100%. you know man especially being in the industry that you're in that's tough because I feel like, you know, some of the people that we know, they it's like solo dolo. You on a mission, you grinding, you got to do what you and you were talking about how, you know, they got to move. You have to move completely different because you got two beautiful girls. You got a fiance now and, you know, you got your family out here in Arizona. So I feel like it's really tough to be on your grind and balance all that out. Yeah, that's it's definitely it's definitely I would say like. I hide a lot of the stress behind it, but it is like really stressful. Like understanding, I look at like, I'll be fully transparent. Like I'll look at the camera when I say this, like I'm definitely not where I wanna be. Um, I did take a year off of what I did. And like, I did it honestly, intentionally. Like I was making sure like our relationship was good um i got a fiance now so it's honestly time to turn up like it is what it is and you know you're gonna be see a lot more i would say trips and um i'm just ready to like build more connections and work these countless hours like i'm ready and i I recorded my crib still like i recorded my crib i got her i got like a little mini studio in my room and i run pro tools and stuff like that so i'll just record my shit send it off to my engineer have him do it, but I definitely want to get back into, you know, dropping more consistently. I already got like my releases lined up for like the next few months and stuff. So it's definitely you're gonna see a lot more of like Reese music. Oh yeah, not young Reese, but Reese. Yeah, Reese. Reese. Well, right oh, now, Reese. if it's, Instagram don't stop yeah. playing with me, yeah. <laughs> Instagram get your no. shit together. It's hard. They all like I try to change my username. And they're just like contact support. I'm like, who do I contact? Who who is the support? Where are you at? <laughs> they don't answer, bro. I'm sure. uh, but yeah. Aside from, you know, like, oh, we're saying we building you up, but it is what it is because yeah. for the people watching or and listening, um, you know, I tuned into the music. Mike, let, let me go through a couple of the songs and stuff. And 
um, unbiasedly, or as maybe it is subjective because music is about taste. But regardless, when I heard, I was like, okay, you can hear that. First of all, you have a good voice. Thank you. Yeah. Paul, is that no homo? Is it? No, no, no homo. No, you oh, he's, get, he's actually an artist. You know, just come. So, no, you got a good voice and you know your genre, right? Like, you do a little Spanish music. Yeah. Which I actually love, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fire. Um, Thank you. So, yeah. So, y- you're comfortable in your voice. Because, you know, there's some artists that are like, they might be getting told what to do or like, yeah. hey, you need to stay. This is your lane. Do this. And it's like, yeah, it's good. But, you know, I feel what, you know, like, when you're laying music down, it's like, all right, you know, I like that. Yeah. So he's good. Check him out. Yeah. And right we're, not say, we're not saying this shit just because it's on camera. Like, yeah. if the shit was trash, we wouldn't even oh, have yeah, that. Tell episode. me if it's trash. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> no, 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 straight no, up. No, no, no we, we, we love what the you do. Thing, like, yeah, look, you made it here. Not saying, like, we big or, like, from a cocky standpoint, but kind of what Tay was saying is we bring people with good stories, like, how what they had to go through. Like, you know, you going through Olive Garden, whatever. You know, being on your brother's couch and to making it to where you are too, even though you might not, you have high goals for yourself of what you want to achieve and the dreams, but it's still, that's still a story. Yeah. You know, we've had people that we don't want on here, even if they do have a big following base, because we don't feel like they have a story, you know? Right. And that's what this podcast yeah. is about, is for you to be able to give advice to someone who might be, you know, there's a lot of people out here trying to make music. Um, but this leads me to my next question is so you took a big break off in 2022 so what did you feel like you were aside from you know putting the time energy and efforts into your relationship what kind of things were you doing career-wise to still push yourself to get to that next level it was more so like just i was still recording like i i have like a whole i'll show you guys like some unreleased shit after this podcast of what i got but i just have a lot of like i was still recording like i still got so much stuff in the vault to where I got damn near five albums worth of music, even more maybe. But um, I would say like YouTube was a big, is a big like help in a sense of like, I got to take time off of music, but our YouTube is helping me stay relevant. Did you start the, the YouTube media. last year or you started at the we same time? We started YouTube 2020 in November and is like, that the channel with you two or yeah. is it okay? No, we started it because we got together May of 2020 and I didn't really like bring her around social media because she wasn't doing social media at the time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, nah, she was just working and um, she wasn't really like, oh, I want to do YouTube. Like, and so when I did pitch it to her, I'm like, eventually I do want to do a YouTube channel with you. And what was that? Six months later? Six months later, everybody knew, like, okay, Reese has a girlfriend or, like, he's, like, talking to some girl. I never really brought her around social media. And then November, I brought, I literally posted a picture with her. And then I was just, like, we're starting a YouTube channel. Everyone was, like, Man, oh, This is going to foreshadow when we bring you on for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> and she could tell the story um, of, like, how it helped her and stuff. But that definitely like kept me relevant while I was taking a break unintentionally on music. And so, but I mean, I definitely would say like just little business ventures that I like the podcast and stuff, keeping it relevant. As long as I was just staying relevant on TikTok and Instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, I felt like 
it's gonna be a lot it would be a lot easier to come back and start dropping more music again okay and for those that we didn't say it in the beginning when we first did the intro but reese and his brother and you know mutual friend of ours they got their own podcast two out here in arizona called talk that talk yeah um i think what the ig is talk that talk clips with yes. a Z. uh so follow that too they got some bangers uh you guys shit is a little different it's more on like uh you know our shit could be funny too but yeah. you guys more like funny it's like unfiltered unfiltered no yeah, filtered. yeah no filtered. y'all did one with um What's the guy with that? Uh, Eli, you talking about young? Uh, oh, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah, yo, how did so? <laughs> we we've been following him for a while. He's funny as fuck. Like he you're does. Get like, him on, bro. He, yeah, he would one hundred percent be down. Like he's a humble ass dude. I actually learned a lot about his story from yeah. you guys. Yeah. Podcast. Nah, seriously, because I did not expect to hear any. I was Absolutely like, man, this not. shit is just goofy, whatever. Yeah. But like his story is actually pretty. Nah, dope. yeah, he's he's definitely a cool cat. So. Yeah. Who who came up with the idea of uh, eating and shit on the, on the episode? Me. That was you. 100%. I was like, oh, we gotta get that shit live. We gotta Damn. get it live. Nah, we just got that Duke Az's chicken to just sponsor that shit. And sponsor yeah. the episode, so it was cool. Hell yeah. And then I, I so you said now you have you know the guitar and you got some you know you're uh, singing over the guitar. What instruments do you play or have you played or tested? So I I used to play the drums. Okay. And then I learned how to play piano. And then this past year, I just uh, started like messing around with the acoustic right now, but I'm not where I want to be. So sure. do you feel like playing those instruments, you pick up on sounds or do you need like music sheets? I'm always, this is going to throw y'all off, but I'm like, I play by sound because I was born deaf. So Whoa, we're born deaf? hold on. <laughs> I told y'all to curse. I'm, okay, Wait, yeah. Hold on. There's no information. I saw yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, this? Nah, I was born deaf, and when I was two, I had got surgery, and they. Okay, because I was like, I don't see any hearing aids. Yeah, nah. Oh, we were like, yeah, look. <laughs> Thank you. Nah, yeah, micro but when I was two, uh, the doctor or like a doctor came to my mom and said, like, we we think we have a surgery that'll work, and so. My mom would be able to tell you guys everything. That's crazy, though. But That's a, all I would hear was just like thumps. And so when we were in the car, I'd be like, mm-hmm, and I wasn't talking. And someone could sit behind me and clap hell loud or scream. Bro, at that me just made your story even that much Damn. more dope. That's you got to start with that. That's, That's, not, sure. That's this is, this crazy. Is crazy. Bro, you just. That's a wrench in the story. Yeah, it was a curveball. But I definitely think that's one of the reasons why I'm destined to like do music. And she always makes makes a joke why I play soccer is because I wore correctional shoes when I was younger. So, like, my feet were like pointed. (laughs) (laughs) My feet were pointed opposite ways. And so I had to wear correctional shoes, like wooden shoes, to like fix my feet. Mm. And now I'm hella good at soccer. So I feel like it just it played a big part in both. You know, so. damn. That's I know. I, I know so, we, well, you we know somebody whose feet are like when he runs too. It's like this. I'm talking about LeBron. No, <laughs> no. no I meant personally. Oh, personally. But actually, LeBron has bowed legs too. If you want, if you look at him, his legs are bowed out. What's crazy so, is all good athletes are bow legged. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. All the like major athletes, their legs are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so, the, so the album. Uh, Obviously, it's like you haven't released it yet, but I kind of want to. Well, we want to know like what goes into play when you're putting out music. Like, what are you? Okay, so you did a song, Private Island, which I I really like actually. Thank by you. the way, like what goes into play when like you're working on this song? Like the lyrics, like like what inspires you to like put that out? 
Uh, so what's crazy is at the time I was working with uh, this girl named Laze. She's a writer. Um, still really good friends with her. Um, she's an artist herself, and so we were working a lot. Like we were co-writing a lot of records and stuff. And um, I was doing. I locked in with Stevie at Epicenter, the studio that I was talking about. Um, she came out for like a week and we just worked, we worked on like, I was planning on putting out like a five track EP and we made that one song and it was legit. Like he just came, he just came up with like the keys. We were just making the beats in, in the studio too. And he came up with the keys and we were like, she was like, what, what, like, where do you, where do you picture yourself with this beat or whatever? And it's crazy. Like whatever she's like, we'll just piggyback off each other. Mm. And so she started writing the hook. I'm gonna be honest, like I won't take like full responsibility for the record, but definitely made it come to light. And putting that out, like the process of that shit, it was just, we recorded it. And then I was in LA and I told, well, what's crazy is our YouTube friends, Juju and Dez, they do YouTube. I don't know if you know them. them. but they were looking for an intro song at the time. So I was like, yo, this unreleased record I got, like it's crazy. Like if you if you guys want it. And I sent it to them and they were like, bro. They were like, let's shoot, let's shoot the intro. Let's shoot the intro. So they shot the intro, they dropped the, they dropped the intro, and people were like, We want the full song, because it was only like 20 seconds of it. Oh damn. And they were buzzing at the time. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's shoot this video. We we're in LA. I hit up this diner. It's like an outdoor diner. It was like right around the corner from where we were staying. And they were like, yeah, you can shoot in our par- parking lot. Shot in the parking lot. And then I shot uh, me and Nick. We climbed, bro. We climbed a mountain. It took us an hour and a half to climb. <laughs> That's commitment, bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. You said we going to hike hey, first. My, my mom was, so me and my mom was watching it. And because uh, she was like, so who are you guys bringing on? I was like, it's, it's just, uh, he's an artist named Young Reese. And I was like, you want to like check out his music? So we watched that song. We watched that video. And she was like, man, he got to have a lot of confidence to be on that high-ass mountain. Yo, <laughs> like, nah, I'm be honest. I was holding back in my yeah. face. Like, I shit. Because I was standing on a rock behind me. was like, I looked down. And it's a ledge. Like, I saw oh, I look it down, bro. And you play, an you played it smooth, though. Yeah, thank you. It took us like an hour and a half to climb it. I didn't even climb with the clothes that I, like, was in. It was, they, were in the, they were in the... Uh, in the backpack, but I had the shirt like this, like on a hanger, because I'm like, I'm not wriggling this. So we were like climbing through the big ass rocks, and I'm like, y'all, I'm gonna toss the shirt so you do not drop it. Oh, so I tossed that to him, and we just shot it, and it took us like probably half the time to get down, but we had all the equipment on us, and Nick like plays a big part in like, you know, the the visuals and stuff. Like Nick has shot every single one of my videos except for one of them, and. Uh, we just grew together, bro. Like I was helping him get clientele. He was helping me with, you know, my visual content. And he lived in a house with um, a producer, a writer. Like it was like one of those houses to where they just all ran out a room mm-hmm. where they sleep in, and like it's just a creative what, wait, house. What's Nick's last name? Lamarck. Okay, I thought it was. A, and it started sounding too familiar for another. No, like yeah. Like, <laughs> his roommate, his name was Fransky, and he had a studio. Hella talented dude. He's from Hawaii. Had a studio in the. Oh, crib. you know they're good with the and freaking acoustics too. Yeah, bro. bro. He's like unbelievable. I'll put him up with any other engineer, and he's fucking him up. But, and that's when me and Fransky just connected. And like, I'm just the type of dude. Like, I'll get along with anybody until you cross me, and then it is what it is. But I can see through people, and so I just saw like 
he he actually wanted to help and like he ha he has his music career that he was working on too so um it was definitely like bro it, it's crazy how everything panned out and honestly music is all about connections like you want the top engineers you well want. what's what's cool about you bro is you literally number one i feel like a lot of artists won't admit or don't even shout out the writers so i feel oh, like yeah, the fact 100%. you give it you gave a shout out to literally every single person from your team and i think that's where it starts with is a team if you got facts someone that you know is going to pick up the slack where you're not good at and you're playing everyone to their strengths and everyone's running on all cylinders bro that's when you got some magic different magical but uh I think that's that's dope because I actually know another artist in LA uh, who wrote songs for uh, what's her name, Koi Le, 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 yeah, yeah, her, and like some beef happened between them because he had no wasn't recognized at all for any of that shit. So I was like, damn. But for you, right away, boom, this is my team, this is my visuals. It that's that's fucking. You sick. know what's crazy? Speaking of writers. <laughs> Can I get messy? Get Absolutely. Messy, bro. <laughs> so, it's a little goofy at. There's. Hey, whatever, whatever you would say on Clip talk this. to talk, hey, say it. Say what you You words on talk that talk. Yeah. Clip this. Tag me. I'm David, gonna, hey, you heard it. Shit. Clip it, David. Yeah. Because I know you be clipping your own shit when David. you be editing our stuff. <laughs> yeah, David edits this shit. Yeah. All right, David, clip this. So my girl, she had a job, right, and. There was this artist out here, and I thought we were cool, but he had tried getting at her while she was serving, right? And knowing that you... Nah, no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I didn't, like, this is where we weren't, we weren't a really, uh, like a social media... Gotcha, okay. Um, so you guys were together, but just not public together. Yeah, we were just public present together. in the social media. Yeah, we weren't public. Like, okay, okay. Um, so he had tried getting at her or whatever, and... She was like, no, nah, I got a boyfriend, whatever. And he was like, oh, what does he do? And she told him, like, music. And he does music, too. So he was just like, oh. <laughs> no, like, he really is it? like, oh, he does music. Duh, duh. She showed him me. And he was like, oh, you talking about the artists that don't write no music? Listen, this is why I got to <gasps> say this. Because I've, I've, never, I've never pressed him on this. Because I don't give a fuck about it. But his music's trash. He okay? Like, I'm being honest. Like... And he he claim, like he legit takes pride in like oh I write all my shit. This is what I'm getting at. It don't matter if you write your shit or you don't, right? Like I've wrote my shit. I've had ghostwriters on songs. It don't matter if you write your shit or not. It matters if you execute it well, right? Kevin Hart. Clip that, David. Clip it. Okay. Yeah, so exactly. When you come cor come correct, when you talk about, we could put both our songs next to each other. Guarantee you, everyone's gonna gravitate. My side. Like a versus? Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Fucking no, like I can everything. play. I can he play bar for bar. I can play two of my songs. He can play ten of his songs. That's it. The I mean, the number. Hey, we gonna see that clip it. too. No, I'll tell you guys who it the is. The numbers. Here, though, yeah, the, the numbers speak for themselves. That's oh, all yeah, I gotta easy. say. Oh, seriously, hey, easy. That's all it is. But uh, going back to music, because I know you make um, Spanish music as well. Yeah. Are you fluent in Spanish? I'm not like 100% fluent, but okay. I'll get by for sure. Like, are you one of those people that can understand it better than yeah. speak? Okay. Wait, yeah. So, when you post a song in Spanish versus posting a song in, what do you feel like triggers more numbers in terms of like how viral it goes? Because 
the Latin world Bruh. is huge. Like, like reggaeton music? No, not no. Regga- uh, like even like Bad Bunny, yeah, uh, J Balvin. Is that reggaeton? Yeah, yeah that's reggaeton oh, music. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm tripping. Yeah, I dated a Hispanic. Yeah. I'm gonna get canceled. I did it. That's why I know because I used to date one. So yeah. It's definitely a different world. Like when I dropped my first uh, Spanish EP, I dropped my first Spanish EP. I remember exactly where I was at. I was at a New Year's Eve party, 2019. We were going into 2019, and I dropped the I dropped the Spanish EP, legit, the six in the morning the day after, like on New Year's Day, six in the morning, six hours after the shit dropped, I get a call. I'm like my phone is blowing up. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Truly he me. says He's that like, all humble real quick. As nah, if, like, he don't know he just dropped his song. No, but I'm like, I'm like, truly, what are you calling me for? Like, I just went to sleep at like three in yeah. the morning. So I get a call at six and he's like, yo, you hit the charts, bro. Like, this was the first time I hit the charts. I was above Bad Bunny, right under Ozuna. Like, I was That's second crazy. on the charts for Damn. albums. Damn. For like, regu- like in the uh, Latin, it was Latin, uh, the Latin charts. And I was like. Oh shit! Bro, I different. swear I was in a hotel. Like, I was in. I didn't have like any bread at the time, so I was in a rundown hotel, and I ran around the entire hotel like, <laughs> bitches! I hit the charts. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like, too. I was hella hype, but yeah, it was cool. But that that genre is definitely a whole different like world. World to tap into. Oh, I've been to a Bad Bunny concert, bro. I see how much love they show up, and the, even like Bad Bunny was showing hella love to his fans. It was insane. Like they said, his last tour he made just off the shows he made over five hundred mil. Fuck, just I believe it, bro. He's running. Because up. I've been to literally like sixty different concerts, and I feel like his that energy was just different. different. Yeah, and the like, Latin uh, community is way different. Like, like you, I give props to them. Like you said earlier. Uh, there's so much music in life um, and cultures, like certain cultures have certain music. And when you're more cultured, um, how do I say this? Like cultured music kills it, like stomps everything, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because my favorite song, I can't remember what it was called. You had a song called Solo? Sola. Sola. Yeah. I love that joint. Thank you, bro. Yeah. I, in the video. Hey. Yeah. That was our <laughs> first... Yeah, that was her first video that she was in. First you got you got to keep pressing Latin music. I'm not telling you what to do, but yeah. I just want to, yeah, I'm trying to hear <laughs> it. I'm that's, not but that's do, that's but why I, that's why I asked though. Like early in the conversation, like what genre do you consider yourself? Because like you can you can um fit you you do fall into reggaeton music, R and B, hip hop. So it's because like you you're very like um how can I put it very broad. So yeah. your music, a lot of people can relate to your music. So it doesn't you don't just have one specific uh fan group. So I think, damn, y'all just gonna do all that shit in my own relationship. It's all good, bro. I see Reese do work. Talk that talk, bro. I'm still listening. Shit. I can't listen. No, no, no. So I just want to like throw that out there because I think that's, like you said, like that culture, like, well, I don't say that culture, but that genre, like far as music goes, like crazy. Like they have, you know, events like in Mexico where like Bad Bunny, um, I think it's um, Ozona. Ozona, yeah, you have him, and it's just like so many. When they come and they bring a crowd, like oh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. She go wild. Seriously, yeah. and it'd be like a three day event. It's a so. way different. So, who, who do you listen? Who is like like inspiration? Yeah, I have actually. It's like a three part question. One is, who do you listen to a lot? Can like, you answer who, that? Who's my top person that I listen to? You, you trick me no. Like, Who's my top artist that I listen to? You could do two. Top two. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Okay. Don't sleep on Justin Bieber. Just, did you know that? Yeah. 
<laughs> I watch this shit, bro. Nah, Justin Bieber and probably Drake. And okay. It sounds so like cliche, but Drake, Justin Bieber. Uh, yeah, that's really like. Bieber has some some freaking tracks Justin that Bieber go hard. Slept on oh, he's tough, man. Yeah. Didn't he get he famous off YouTube doing like covers? Yeah, he for was other? like fourteen. Like yeah, that's insane. On the on the sidewalk, just playing. And songs. what's what's crazy is um you and you like Drake is your favorite and you met him. Yeah, that's nah, tough. It definitely is. Oh, it yeah. definitely is a different feeling when like you grow up listening to these people and then you yeah. just are in was the same room was the interaction them. cool when you met him? Yeah. Oh, bro. Cause we didn't we didn't get to talk about. Bro, that. I feel like this conversation could go on for like. <laughs> nah, we gonna we gonna wrap it up. We gonna wrap it up soon for sure. It could. I could talk for like a long time. But my run in with Drake was this was funny. So at Drake's party, like when uh, Max got me in and stuff, I didn't meet Drake that night. I met Drake at his club, Delilah. On uh, what's Delilah? I think it's on Hollywood. Is it's either on Hollywood or Sunset. Um. But he had an event at Delilah. It was me, my brother, Truly, and Laze. So Max comes and gets us in again. Uh, we go in and Shout like... Shout out to Max, bro. He's yeah. the plug everywhere. So <laughs> Laze... Oh, I'm sorry. So Laze is real cool with Murder Beats. And so Murder Beats was walking right behind Drake. And so when Laze... Like, she went to go say what's up to Murder Beats, Murder Beats but... She like tapped on Drake's shoulder <laughs> instead of, <laughs> of Murder Beats because she was like Murder and tapped on the tapped on Drake's shoulder and Drake turned around and looked at Lazé like who the, who the fuck? fuck is tapping? And then his security looked at her like oh, you're back crazy. the fuck up. Yeah. And then Murder was like, oh what up Zay? What up Zay? And then that's when I was like, uh, Drake was like right there and he stopped with Murder and that's when I was like, yo what up? Like. Um, I be kicking it with French and stuff. I pulled the French card. And I was like, y'all be. I, I feel like in that industry, for you to get like to be valid, you have to drop. But he names, follows right? Max, and Max posts me, and he actually liked one of my like one of Max posts that you were was in? of me, yeah. and so he was like, yeah, I've seen you, I've seen you, it was good, bro. And that's that's like legit the only running. You think that he was I've capping had. or not? Nah, I don't know. Like, yeah, you seen me, man. Yeah. You know how much celebrity, how much people celebrities meet on a day. Yeah. Like, Yo, what's up? And yeah. Like it just gets to the point where those handshakes are numb. Like yeah. Just like so, I I just was like, okay, cool. Like as long as he sees my face, and then eventually I'll run around and like say I blow up one day, and he's like, oh, I remember him. Ran into yeah. him at the line. Yeah. So we'll get a track that question Drake. I asked earlier. So you say you listen to Justin Bieber a lot, like yeah. the top two. Uh, with him and Drake, so a two part. I'm asking you at once. One is, who are some of your biggest influences in the music industry? And then, uh, did I forget number two? You mean Thank number you, three? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean technically yes, number <laughs> three. Um, oh, who have people told you that you sound or uh, your music resembles another artist? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you sound like this. <laughs> what was that? Nah, I said it's one and only. <laughs> I hate saying this because it's legit the only. Like, I, I have a name, but continue. Sorry. Legit the only person that people have like uh, compared my music to was Chris Brown. And it sounds hella funny but because he's so big. But I have so much songs like on that vibe that where people. I can see that. Or Justin Bieber, honestly. Like, I don't sound like Justin Bieber, but like, some of my music sounds like some shit that he would make. Um, and then influences, like the top influence that I feel like has influenced me. 
It don't even right. have to be like no, artists it's, or whatever. It's, it's most likely anywhere. Justin Bieber. Like, I mean, I've been listening to him from the jump when little boys would hate him because all the little girls were buying, buying his posters and shit. I was just like, all right, cool. I wasn't like a fanboy where I was buying posters and shit, but <laughs> I fucked with his music. Like, I'm the type, like, I listen to every single genre. Like, I listen to Hella Country. I listen to R&B, rap, like, drill. And so I feel like I saw this post, and it was the people that listen to so much different genres of music are the people that can get along with almost everybody. Mm. And so I, was, I showed her the post, and I'm like, yup, that's me. I like that. Before but, we got to start wrapping it up shortly, I also wanted to ask, because um, going back to signing your deal, right, with French, you had that offer that you turned down, and then you've made all these other connections. What made you feel like you got to, like, I want to stick with French? Uh, I had gotten, the, I didn't have any offers at the time around French. Like I had turned down a lot of offers when private islands dropped. I had 10 offers on the table, but they were all three sixties. They were all, I want a piece of every single thing that you do. And I was just like, you're not going to be making money on mm. shit that I get myself. Mm. And so I just, I had so much people in my ear, like you're, you gotta be a young businessman that you're becoming. And so they were just like, don't sign no stupid ass deals. Like, L.A. Reid locked me in the office and was like, you're not leaving until you sign this. Like, he was that. He was Damn. that sure. L.A. Reid broke Justin Bieber. Like, he was the one that in, introduced him to Scooter. Oh shit. That Scooter doesn't claim. And so, L.A. Reid was like one of the people that believed in Justin Bieber for the first time. So he was like, like I legit see you as a black Justin Bieber. Like, and L.A. Reid was telling me this from his mouth. So I'm like. It's one of the biggest like music moguls in history. So what do I do? And so he took us out to uh, this restaurant called Catch LA. Yeah. And spent like three bands on the dinner for everybody. Like, bro, every it was me, my brother, truly, my manager, Corey, Max, all of them were like getting like the top tomahawk steaks <laughs> and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm like, you know, hey, the they eat good. Corey, Corey was like, I get used to this shit. They were getting like all the appetizers, the sides, and I just was just like, you know what? When when it came down to French offering me that offer, I was like, look, this is a production deal. The numbers are looking good, um, and it's like I didn't sign to where I owe this nigga tens of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I did it to where I'm not gonna be stuck if I wanted to get out. And so, um, I'm gonna be honest, like I didn't take one penny from French when I signed to him. He offered me, but I didn't want none of that shit. Like a I didn't sign on bonus type shit? I just said, fund my production, fund when I make this music, and that's all I asked for. And then just, when I turned my album to him, he has a year to shop my shit to major labels, and then we just go from there. So it's more so of like, I have, I just wanted full creative control with all my stuff. I wanted to be able to drop when I wanted to drop. I wanted to be able to go and do a show if I wanted to do a show. And I wanted to make 100% of that money. And so he just basically makes money off of the production that he invests into, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of the autonomy. Mm. Sounds oh, yeah. like was important to you. Because creative that, control. Like, I can handle myself. Like, right. I don't really need, like, in the, 
social media world right now, you don't need a machine behind you no more. Mm. You don't need that radio push no more. Mm. You could get pushed on TikTok, one sound, and you're viral. Yeah. And so all it takes is one. And so I'm just going to keep, you know, I can, luckily I can use my social media platforms to my advantage and use my TikTok and just push my sounds that way. My Instagram, same way. Her TikTok, all my other family's TikTok. It just helps that my family does social media too. So it's not just us. And we're yeah, trying to get a reality game, right? TV show going right now. Oh, okay. Too, so. That's okay. sick. Dope. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like, do you feel like, because this is where it comes down to, I feel artists are willing to compromise their autonomy, their creativity. Oh, for They're sure. making millions now. Do you feel that financial compensation is worth Hell losing? No. Nah. No. Nah. I, you can offer me all the money in the world, but if you tell me I got to make rock music, the rest of my life, fuck no. Damn. There's got to be a number, though. Mm -hmm. Like, no, what I'm is not going to lie. I probably hey, sell my soul, bro. Hey, right? Illuminati and shit. Nah, Reese, <laughs> if there's an open check and someone's like, you got to make rock music, what's the number? 100 mil. Shit, I tell you, I make music too. I would too. It like, might be trash. But... Hey. So <laughs> nah, 100 mil. Honestly, because it's got to be, I got to be getting paid hella money to do something I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah, because then it'll actually feel like work at that checkbook, point. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah, definitely. Shit. Uh, so I guess this is where we wrap it up. Where we part ways. Definitely. So but, you gotta ask a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we normally do this every episode. So wife, you already locked in for a podcast. So, but our question for you is, who do you think will be a good fit to bring on for this podcast? It could be anyone. Other than her? Yeah. We already got her locked in. Uh... I'm gonna give them a long shot, Devin Booker. Make it happen. Yeah. Make it look at no, no, no. Hey, Don't no, give up. No, no, no. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. It's just we have mutual friends with D Book, but it's just the he's grind that in. he's on right he, now is. Now look. So we might have to get him in the off season or something. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Or get it. You know, you guys are on the verge to becoming something big. So, what, like, yeah, if, I think if it, he's just gonna wait until you guys be, become something huge. No, no, I'm no. not giving a time frame on it. Just get D book on right. there. It'll be good for the city. I think I, even though I'm not a basketball fan or nothing. We did get his boy Ish on though. Yeah, he and just it, made me money. Yeah, yeah family, Ish so. is going to. Uh, I think he's working on getting us campaign and uh, DA yeah, also. Fire. We have the avenues around it, but what we heard is he's so locked in, uh, like during the season and stuff. Yeah, it's not going to be. He don't give a fuck yeah. about bread right now. He don't give a fuck about any. He just wants to win the championship. He's That's a good. Winner. That's what makes him good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll get him on off season, but yeah, ain't no time frame. Just make it happen. You'll make it happen. All right. Yeah, That's the challenge. Put Thank you guys for having me, for sure. No, for sure. Hey, man, we appreciate hey, you coming out. I appreciate you coming through. You're a real one. He shows a lot of AZ people love, man. And, uh, you know, he's as genuine as they come. And tune in to Talk That Talk. Oh, Drop all your in yeah. social medias also. So that Shit. way David can... TikTok, know, put that it's Young Reese, Instagram, Young Reese, YouTube, Reese and Ray, or my music channel, Young Reese, and then our podcast, Talk That Talk Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Put wait for off. the music. Wait for the music. And, oh, yeah. and listen to Sola. I like it. I Thank like you. it. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>